Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So about Michael Jordan. Hi, buddy. Come on, son. the basketball addicts podcast today we have a fun one so this is going to be a hot takes episode so basically due to the fact that the, our last episode was going over all the teams what we're, our feeling is this week we're going to talk about the top 10 teams that have the best chances to have the uh, win the nba championship now we didn't talk about this before because we want you guys to go with us Join along with us on the ride on like how we're going to choose things and how we're going to talk about things and basically debates that you have with your friends. And we also have an interview with Rover. Uh, Rover is joining our podcast today, and I'm going to kick it to Chris here, and we're going to start the interview. Alrighty. So, yep, today we have a guest. His name is Rover Media. You can follow him at Rover Media, and um, you can go ahead and say whatever else you want to say. Hi, uh, I'm I'm Rover. I have a uh, podcast platform um, called Rover Media Podcast. I'm on all um, podcast networks. Um, you can expect educational um, audios uh, as far as like schooling, um, how to start and you know have a business. Um, also, interview artists. You know anyone who's up and coming. You know, I I like to make my platform a platform for others who can't create for themselves. So that's mm. that's kind of what I do uh, in a in a short summary of my of my podcast. Okay, 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 okay. So we're gonna be on there as an upcoming uh, podcast platform. <laughs> of course, of course, of course, and and I like basketball too. So this is kind of like. This is out of my norm, but it's something that I do every day anyway. So this will be fun. Perfect. What's your favorite team? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm a Knicks fan, but um, wow. But um, yeah, uh, I like I like the whole entirety of of the NBA over the last three or four years. But I'm a Knicks fan though. Okay, so you got to be happy then. Yeah, yeah, you're playing really well. Yeah, yeah, long time coming. Yeah, yeah. What's your uh, favorite like Knicks moment? The major like man, I love being a Knicks fan. Is when blank happened. Um, my favorite Knicks moment, um, probably either be Carmelo Anthony sixty two in the Garden. Okay. Or. Or our um, second time signing Derrick Rose. Okay, yeah, 
Okay. D-Rose. <laughs> yeah, we love D-Rose on this podcast. We're very pro D-Rose. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's so underrated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I hate the whole um, vintage name they put on his game. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I don't feel like he's changed that much. Like, if, if he was going 100 miles per hour, he's probably still going... 85 miles per hour. Yeah. They, they say vintage, like he goes 40 all the time, and then sometime he has 80 spurts. But I feel like he's been going 80 since he's been back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he has, it's not even really that he lost his explosiveness either. He's just not really as explosive as he was because of his injuries. He doesn't want yeah. to be injured anymore. He finally he, – because it was really weird because Derrick Rose is a phenomenal basketball player, but he had a street ball background. Yeah. So, like, you know, when you're playing street ball, you don't know how to land. You don't know how to jump. So that's why yes. he got injured all the time because yeah. he was jumping off the wrong foot, landing on the wrong foot. But now he's learned that, so now he knows how to control the speed, and then he he has lost the explosiveness because of injuries. But yeah. he's not a different player now because he just he just just because he's not dunking on everybody and jumping out the gym doesn't mean he's not the same D Rose. I yeah. mean, he still can impact the game in mm. so many different ways. You can't stop him. He's the greatest driver of the, the basketball <laughs> right now under exactly. uh, like besides LeBron. Yeah, I think I think that's a good. Uh... Way to compare it because his his one hundred percent and the reason why eighty five percent is still very good is because his one hundred percent was ridiculously amazing. Like his one hundred percent is the most laterally gifted athlete I've ever seen at point guard. Like his hop step, do you remember how crazy his hop steps were? And he just hop and finish at the rear rim. It's absolutely ridiculous. So eighty five percent of what he was at top tier is still very good and still can attack the rim. So I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. Yep. No. Yeah, he added that jumper as well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That was what he was missing at first too. Yeah. 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 That's he has a good story of like he kind of fell out of the league. I remember the Cavs tried to have him for a little while, and then he kind of fell out of the league for a little bit, and then he resurfaced with Minnesota. It's probably. I bet you uh, one day we're gonna get a really good E sixty on Derrick Rose. There's probably a really good story behind his life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think he went to Simeon <clears throat> in Chicago. Mm-hmm. The same place that uh, your favorite basketball player ever went to, Ben Simmons. <laughs> he went to Simeon? I'm, I'm, oh, my God. I'm about 90% certain he went there. <laughs> no way. No way. I'm pretty certain oh, he man. did. <laughs> did he? I think he, he did. He might have. I'm going to Google it right now. He might have. He might as well go ahead and Google it. Yeah. I didn't know Ben Simmons was your favorite player. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I know you have devastated right now. No, he's my least favorite player. It's a joke. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I was wrong. He went to Monteverde Academy. Yeah. I with like D-Lo. Yeah. yeah. My bad. He went to Monteverde. And then he went to LSU. Yeah. 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 So what do you think is uh, what do you think made you fall in love with basketball? Like what That's made you Um my my family grew up on basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean my my uncle was a, a Kobe fan. Oof. Um so we watched a lot of those games. Uh rest in peace Kobe and Gigi. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Um and me being over there every, you know, every 
other weekend, pretty much, you know, he always had the games on if they played. Mm-hmm. And we would just sit out there and watch, you know. And I was like, man, like he can really score the ball. I'm, I'm really surprised Kobe isn't my favorite player mm-hmm. um, because I've, I've watched him play so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I kind of just transitioned in there. I just got hooked. I would go home and just watch all the games. And then I think maybe 20 – 2012, 2013, I really started watching. Mm-hmm. And I had to find a team. And I just like, I like the Knicks. And then I think either that year or the next year is when we got, we had the whole Lynn Sanity vibe going. Oh, so yeah. I kind of just, I kind of chose that. I chose that route. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was 2012 when he came into the league. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, those teams are pretty decent. I think they made the conference finals once or the conference semifinals. With JR and I believe so. Yeah. 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 Before they all got shipped off to the gas. Yeah, Indiana used to give us the work. So <laughs> yeah. that team was yeah. tough. Every, every, yeah. Yeah. They used to give us the work every time. Yeah. So. Really good defensive teams. There always seems to be the best defensive teams in the league always seem to be in the East. It's, re- mm-hmm. it's really weird. That's true. Yeah. Just like Boston, Boston is playing really good defensively this year. I think uh, Robert Williams, he's leading the league, I think, in blocks a game and I think total blocks for the season right now. That's cool. So They they definitely stick to small ball down there, smaller centers, since Al Horford's been there. Oh, yeah. They got rid of their, their small point guard in Kemba. We'll take them, but, you know, <laughs> they do like small ball. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm still kind of weird on the Celtics right now. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. Don't trust it yet. I think that's what it is. Yeah. I feel, I still, I'm still want to stick by the fact that I don't think they're making the playoffs. Wow. You don't think Boston's going to make the playoffs? Yeah, this is gonna be the first year of them not making the playoffs. Who do you put? Who do you put above them? Knicks, Hawks, any other any other young team? Even the Hornets might make it before them. <laughs> you you put Philly over over Boston Ooh. with no Ben Simmons. If, That's but, close. If no Ben Simmons, they gonna they, Ben Simmons not gonna be able to go the whole the whole year without playing. Especially because it's not truly an injury, they gonna have they gonna find a way to trade him, and if they get a good piece for him, yeah, which they probably won't, but they'll get maybe a semi mm-hmm. to you know, all I mean, to superstar level, like high to low level, mm-hmm. low to high level guard at some you know to replace him, then they can make a push because they have Joel Embiid. Yeah, I mean, even if it's a Malcolm Brogdon level guy, I think that would be better. That, that could work. Yeah. yeah, I think I've actually talked to Indiana before about a trade, but I think they rejected it. Because they're ridiculous with how much they want for him. Yeah, they want a, exact. If not, they want a bunch of picks for him. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Superstar level player. Yeah, yeah, they want a player, player plus plus picks. Yep. What about the West? You guys haven't talked about the West yet. Uh the West. That's stacked. The West is stacked. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Every year. There's a lot of teams. Doing a lot better. Yeah. No, go ahead. I said the East is doing a lot better this year, though. Yes. Like, oh my God, the East looks phenomenal this year. You you can name about 
eight teams in the East, possibly, because I'm not even thinking right now, mm-hmm. that you possibly get said that has a chance to win. I mean, that chance to go into the playoffs and possibly make the Eastern Conference. Like, it's like that in the East, for real. Yeah. It's like four or five yeah. teams. It's, it's deep in the East right now. Yeah. I mean, like, the Hornets are up and coming, but they could possibly do it. You got the Knicks, who are Bulls. looking really good right now. Bulls, Atlanta. Hawks. East. Yeah. Nets. Yeah, I said the Hawks. Yeah, Nets. Bucks. Yeah, Charlotte's playing good, too. Yeah. Bucks, like, you can, you can, it can go. It's like yeah. eight teams in the East who can do it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. The West is, like, to me, the sleeping giants. Where it's mm-hmm. they're just waiting on injuries. When Clay and James Wiseman gets back, that's a super team. When yeah. Jamal Murray gets back, that's a super team. Like Nuggets are slept on. Nuggets are definitely slept on. Man. Oh my gosh, the Nuggets are slept on. I, I think it's because like they're Denver. Nobody really cares about Denver. They don't really get much for some reason. Not much play in the national media but mpj yeah. is probably one of the most slept on like people are delusional on how good he is compared to what like most people think he is yeah 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 so let me get jamal murray back that team's gonna cook scary so scary and their bench yeah. is ridiculous too go ahead yeah him him with um i believe it was gary gary harris with his they were the point guard, shooting guard duo of Denver. Yeah. yeah. And I love watching them play. You couldn't even tell them apart the way they played. Yeah. But they, they had a similar game. Yeah. You know, so I love watching them as well. They're a great team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun to watch. It's a really good team. That's a nice intro into the uh, the top ten power rankings. Are you guys ready to hit this? Yeah. yeah let's go. All right. Let's start with one. Who are we thinking for one? How far can they go? Mm. Should we start at the bottom mm. or should we start at the top? <laughs> Let's start it from the bottom. Now we hit. Um, it's a good question because everybody knows. Like, it's two teams. So you know, maybe three, four teams. You think can go? Who can go number one? Who can go the furthest? Uh-huh. Like, should we start from the top or should we start from the bottom? I think if we've already made the list, we should start from the bottom. Since we don't, we should go from the top. Okay, so let's. I'm gonna say number one would be the Lakers. Same. Do you mm. do you disagree, Rover? Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go Milwaukee. Wow. For for number one, oh, I feel like they're 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 coming off the power trip win already. They they have easy like arguably the hardest person to guard ever in NBA history. And and Giannis, and then I don't know if you guys have been watching the games, but he's pulling up like Chris mm-hmm. Middleton from the three. Yeah, and if if that's consistent, there's literally no way to guard this man. That's true. And he's one of the most consistent players I've ever seen. Like because because he true. plays in, in, near the basket, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to rely on oh man I need to get in my rhythm for shots or I gotta get more people involved to get myself involved, like a LeBron or, you know, someone who has to get their shot. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of just – wherever he catches the ball, he can score from. So I feel like the consistency with him going to – they're going to get back to where they were. I don't think that was a fluke season. I think they did pretty good. You want to go first, Jason? Um, I personally disagree. I, I, th- I, as well. I, I think that um, – 
I think the Nets would have had him if it wasn't for the injuries. I mean, I think KD almost beat him by himself. If we wouldn't have, if he didn't step on the line, you know what I mean. Um, I personally think that there are, even though Giannis is special, I do think Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. Even though we love Drew Holiday for a long time, I think they're getting pushed into a different tier than what they really are, uh, supporting cast wise. So that's why I think when you compare that to Anthony Davis and Russ. And I, I honestly think that even though a lot of people are really being negative on the Russ pairing with the Lakers, I'm very different on it. I love the fact that he is what I thought everybody would think that he would. his problem was coming in was, was he able to sacrifice? Was he willing mm-hmm. to be able to mentally become the third wheel? And I think since he's shown that he can do that already – they're going to figure it out because I just trust the greatest basketball mind I've ever seen in my life and LeBron James to figure it out. So yep. I think with the top tier talent and the minds on that team, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with Braun and the Lakers. And then for my take, okay. I would disagree as well because I believe we broke this down when we were doing the, our hot takes for the Bucks during their playoff series was that we have Giannis who could arguably be the best pair on the floor during the playoffs. And then yes. you have Chris Middleton and, um, Drew Holiday, who could buy for maybe if they play to get if they play at a high level, then mm-hmm. there are two. You know yes. what I mean? Then they have the one and the, the first and second best players on the court. But if they, if, but if they, but if one's on and one's off, then they're gonna lose. Like they both have to be on for them to win. And then Giannis can take mm-hmm. over, but he needs somebody to come along with him. That's yeah. really how it goes. And the fact of the matter is that Jason's absolutely right. Um, we all watched the game. Brooklyn would have definitely swept the Bucks if it wasn't for injuries. It was over with. They were running. They were. They were. It was their championship to lose at that point. Okay. I mean, I I, I agree with what you're saying, but the whole thing with Brooklyn now. I mean, I don't think they're in any better position than, than they were then. They're still missing Kyrie because of the whole COVID situation. Yeah. And then now the league has changed the rules on foul calls, and James isn't getting those calls that he normally gets throughout an entire season. <laughs> you know, this is just me watching. You know, just me watching the game. You know, Lakers Lakers are in my, you know, top three, but they're just not number one right now. <laughs> they have to prove to me a little more to be number one. Russ got to stop getting turnovers. Yeah, he does average a lot of turnovers. You're right about that. But then also, the Atlanta Hawks could have beat the Bucs, in my opinion. Ooh. Hawks could beat the Bucks. Hawks almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs last year. That's true. They did have them on the ropes. Pre-trade yeah. entry. It's, it's a matchup problem. Yeah, they, it's all injuries that led them to the championship, except for like when they don't, the only time they faced a fully healthy team was Phoenix. The thing with the Bucks is they have a real genuine matchup mm-hmm. problem. It's because of the drop defense and Brooke Lopez defensively. So if any like great guard that is in the NBA is going to expose them in the playoffs, there's not many of them that are Trey Young's level in the East, so they don't get really exposed a lot. But when they get Brooklyn. That's when I'm worried. That's why I think yeah. even if it's just James Harden, I think it's kind of cause a lot of problems. Yeah, personal. <clears throat> it's tough though. It's tough yeah. because J- you guys are right. James Harden's uh, not been in flow yet. I do trust that, and he, Chris is smiling because we go back and forth about James Harden all the time. 
He thinks he's the greatest flapper of all time. I think he's extremely underrated, and flopping is a skill. So <laughs> we let him. <laughs> we we debate this all the time. Uh, so yeah, I mean James Harden's really special. Uh, so yeah, are we? So we're moving on to two. The Lakers can win the NBA championship. We all agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, okay. Fair. All right, number two is going to be tough. So teams that could be here, the Bucks, the Nets, uh, the Denver Nuggets, if they're healthy, the I guess if you really believe in the Warriors, the Heat look amazing. So what are we thinking, too? Uh, who first? Who chose, I chose the Lakers, though. Anybody else? Uh, My number two is the Lakers. Okay. We can keep more. I think he would be his number two would be your your number two would be the Bucks since uh we didn't choose the Bucks so I guess you're like your number one. I think I would go with uh man this is tough because I I don't I don't like overreacting to the games before the All Star break because teams kind of like figure out their identity as the year goes on. So Brooklyn Nets are like. Seems like the right choice, but the Heat look ridiculous. Uh, the Denver Nuggets potential with Jamal Murray is ridiculous. I'm going to stick with the Nets right now until the All-Star break, for, in my opinion, because, you know, KD and James Harden, I think they'll figure it out. Uh, and they have pretty good role players there, so I'm going to go with the Nets, too. Okay. What are you thinking, Chris? The Nets for two? That's my choice for two. What are you thinking? Against my better judgment, because I really want to be like, ah, Denver. But I'm going to go with the Warriors. Ooh. Oh, wow. I like your choice. Wow. I really like your choice. I really feel like Steve Kerr. You know I love Steve Kerr, right? Yeah. It's like my man crush. I could. I will, ne- <laughs> I will never choose coach of the year as somebody else other than Steve Kerr. Um... Yeah, Jordan Poole looks amazing. Once Wiseman comes back, Draymond looks good, man. They're deep. They're so deep. That's tough. Man. The Warriors are the nice pick. You put them over over Brooklyn, though? Why, why over Brooklyn? Ooh. Okay, so what, what, I put them, them over Brooklyn for two reasons. Okay, the first reason is named Steph Curry. <laughs> the second reason... Is because once Clay comes back, they're they're the 2014-2015 NBA championship team all over again. <laughs> With those three. Yeah. And they already have the championship identity. They have the team. They have the coach. They know what it takes to get there. And honestly, Curry played out of his mind last year. If yes. He would have won the play-in. Yeah. They would have beat the Jazz in the first round and possibly could have Ooh. went to the Western Conference Final. That is my honest opinion. Ditto. Taking that, (laughs) he's playing even crazier this year. You know what their record is right now? I don't think they. I think they lost one game. Yeah, yeah, they're number one in the West. Yeah, they're like number one in the West right now. I think because Utah Jazz is 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 no longer undefeated. They got beat by the Bulls. Of course. Got beat by the Bulls. Warriors are either they're either they're either like four and one or five and one or something like that. Like they have like they're playing outrageous right now. Chris, 
and all the role players are stepping up tremendously. Like I was like Jordan Poole. I was like, okay, we got he's a he, he's a he's showing signs. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my, this year he would just turn to a whole different player. Like, yeah. like oh my. listen, if Lakers knock on wood, if they don't make it far, the Warriors we take the championship. I, I was gonna put it that way. Chris, Chris, wow, you literally just gave such a passionate speech right now. You swayed me. I'm 100% there with you. <laughs> Look, think about it. You are 100% right. The 2015-2016 Warriors is this team, right? I'd rather have Andrew Wiggins than Harrison Barnes. I'd rather have James Wiseman than Zaza Pachulia. And Draymond Green still in his defensive prime, which is so crazy to me because I can't believe he's still in it, but he still is. Jordan Poole's better than six men they had then. They have Moses Moody off the bench. They have Jonathan Kuminga off the bench. They have Andre Iguodala off the bench. Nima Bielinsa off the bench. Like, this team is ridiculously deep. And then you got Kavon Looney, too. I, I just mm-hmm. got swayed. I ju- you, you just convinced me. Yeah, I'm 100% there with you. I'm a Warriors, too. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Warriors. They're, don't sleep on them. Don't. <laughs> if Clay comes back to what we used to know as Clay, whew. That's all they, like... That's really all it needs to come down to. Cause mm-hmm. we remember we witnessed Clay, a shooting guard, who, who basically just spots up and shoots. He drops sixty and three quarters. Yes, it's ridiculous. Yeah, they, you know how bad they used to beat teams. They used to beat teams so bad they would sit their stars for the fourth quarter. <laughs> I remember that they used to do that all the time. We'll sit the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, just sit them off. Yeah, come on now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, they're with you. And that just that just changed my whole thing too. Yeah. Well, it looks like number two, the Golden State Warriors are stamped. Yeah, uh, they're stamped. Yeah. All right, what are we thinking for three? Yo, it's R- Rover. You go first. Um, my three. Hmm. My three, man, that's a tough one because my three, well, my my three would have been Golden State, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys put Golden State at number two. I'm about to say Brooklyn. Mm. Brooklyn would probably have to be number three. Since Brooklyn was my two, I second that that motion. Mm. Yeah. I, I can't really see a team. I mean, I see teams up there, but I don't see them with those three, you know, that we just named. I beg to differ. You're talking about stacked? I mean, Where I... Where the team is stacked, like those three? Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But there are two other teams who look like the most complete teams I've ever seen in the East. And I'm sorry, Brooklyn does not look like complete without Kyrie. They don't. Oh, wow. They don't look complete without Kyrie, and the way James Harden can't get can't get his flopping fouls and shoot fifteen million free throws, he's not looking like a star player anymore. <laughs> oh, until he shows me otherwise, he, I am not stamping him. Period. Man. He has to show me that he can drop sixty points without shooting fifteen free throws. 
<laughs> stares at me. Yeah, man. He's calling him. He's forcing the foul. He's forcing. Just falling on people is not foul. Is not. Is not. Is not. You're not being fouled just because you're falling on somebody. He just throws his arms up and just flails around. He doesn't go anymore until you can show me you can. You can go over twenty. And you're not getting your calls like you normally are, then I can't stamp you. I don't believe in your ability. Because how many, how many four, how many threes are actually four point plays that he was shooting? He wasn't shooting and knocking them down. He was shooting for the foul and shooting three free throws. I think it's, I think he'll get cooking eventually. If he gets cooking, I'll stamp him. But right okay. now, I'm off him. I'm off him right now. Okay. So I don't believe in Brooklyn. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, like I say, it's two complete teams in the East. It's either the Heat. Or the Bulls, and that's who I would have. For one of those. I don't think the Bulls that's are ready. I, I don't think the Bulls you are ready. Bulls three already. I don't think their the first Bulls. year together three. I, Listen, I, I they just, look like the most complete team right now. So you think a seven game series Bulls could beat Brooklyn even without James Harden playing? No, I love the Bulls too, Chris. But come, come on, I think either the Heat or the Bulls. Oh, okay, either the Heat or the Bulls. That's who my three would be, either the Heat or the Bulls. I'm go. It's either way for me. Man. Um. So yeah, we have a few teams in here. Um. Uh, so the Nets, the Heat, or the Bulls, or the Bucks. Oh, the Bucks. Who said the Bucks? Well, he had the Bucks one. So. Oh, so they okay. So they went three now. Well, I mean, I thought Brooklyn went three. They should be in the conversation. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the conversation. There's Denver's in the conversation too here. Uh, I thought the Bucks were already chosen. That's why I didn't choose them. Oh no, they haven't been chosen. Yet. We had the Lakers the one, uh, the Warriors well, two. Well, Bucks were my one. Yeah, my one. Oh, Bucks would be my three then. No, I think uh, I can I can roll with the Bucks at three. You know, NBA champions. Giannis is amazing, world class. I think I think we could chill with the Bucks at three. So we have the Lakers one, the Warriors two, and the Bucks three. So who do we think of four? Mm, will we do Brooklyn four then? I mean, I wanted to have them three, so I'm going to have to say yes. <laughs> Brooklyn will be four. You, you're still going to take, uh, take Bulls or Heat over Brooklyn? You think we should push them to, push them to six? I just like I, I don't want it, like like Jason said I, he doesn't want to like judge a team right now but right now it's not looking too good mm-hmm. for James Harden and I think that without Kyrie that it's like until he gets into his into you know into the motions going through the motions you know hitting shots and things like that and scoring scoring like we know he can and being you know the reason you know being a star on the court then we can't like yeah. I can't really say much. I, I want to believe in Brooklyn because what we were, when we were talking earlier in the season before all the COVID mess with the shot and Kyrie, we were saying that the books the Bucks window and the Suns window have closed. They only got that far because of injury. The yeah. real championship, the real champions are now about to play. If as long as they stay healthy, we got we got the Nets. We looking at and we got the Lakers. That's the top two teams we were talking about. Everybody else mm-hmm. is just fodder for them, basically. So, yeah. <clears throat> Now with the new stipulations and everything in the NBA, Brooklyn doesn't like the same team anymore to me. 
It just doesn't. Kevin Durant, I'll stamp him. Okay. I, I say I'll, I'll get Leaf Malone. He's a great player. You know what I mean? But I'm just not seeing it from James Harden at this very moment. Until I see it, I, I can't. I don't believe in it. What about what about them at least coming out coming out of the east? You don't see them coming out of the east. They can Golden State and LA are in the west. So you say you don't put them above them, but what about what about in the east? You don't think you don't think they, they could go par and par with those things? They could, but it all depends on how the Bucks play. Because right now, Jonathan is playing really is playing better. Than the Brooklyn Nets right now, the Buck Giannis and the Bucks are playing better than the Brooklyn Nets right now. So I think it, it, it just really just depends on how the Bucks play it. Like I said before, if Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton both play at an All Star level or at a superstar level at least, then they're the second best players on the floor. Period. And then Giannis is number one because he has the ability to be the best player on the floor. So you have one and two versus like three and four. Unless three steps up and becomes a two, and then those two become a three, then you they win the game. And if you're looking at Brooklyn, your one could be Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? It could be Kevin Durant, and then you slide Giannis down to two. But then where are you putting James Harden if he's not scoring 30 points, 25 points at least? 20, I mean, 20 to 30 points a game in the playoffs. If he's not showing that type of that type of scoring ability, then where do you put him? It all depends on if he gets out of the slump or not for me. And right now, I don't see it. I don't want to just go ahead and say, well, go all in and say, well, I don't believe in it because I we this is one of the teams we picked in early on to win. Mm-hmm. But at this present moment, I don't believe in it until I can see it consistently. Okay. What are you thinking, Rover? Um, I agree with what you're saying. I just feel I feel like Maybe I'm, I'm judging off of just his past and his his ability in the past. Um, but I agree with what he's saying. He does have to show that with this new NBA law that they have and, and system for the calls, I feel like he's really going to have to show us that he's not just mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, that he doesn't have to get touched. You know, he can actually go out there and give us 30 with just – jump shots and, you know, corner threes and stuff like that. Show us the skill, not the flopping. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I can't go off the pass. I do got to go off the new log. Because they have been, like, I don't know if you guys have been watching games, like, often, but every game. It's just, it's way better. And they're faster because there's there's less calls. Mm -hmm. Like, they're they're moving the ball and they're scoring more. and, And I love it. I love it. So he is going to have to get into this new law, or it's not going to work for Brooklyn. Yep. I agree. Yep. Let's see then. So who are we thinking at four then? I said it's because they're one of the other two complete teams, and it's either the Heat or the Bulls, and they're the most complete right now. If I if it wasn't Brooklyn, mm-hmm. I would go to the Denver Nuggets personally. I I think that that possible super team the top like. Big three that's brewing oh down there. I mean up there is who I would go with. I would go with Denver Nuggets here. I was saying for the East, but I do agree with the Denver Nuggets. You know I do. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. I agree too. The uh, reigning MVP. I feel like he's 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 still kind of slept on. I think people feel like uh maybe he shouldn't have won that, but 
But he plays he plays his heart out and he's consistent. That's every true. Game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with with Denver, uh, especially when they get when they get healthy. Okay, so then that means our top four is the Lakers one, the Warriors two, the uh, Bucks three, and then the Nuggets four. Who are we thinking of five? How far does the Brooklyn Nets fall? That's that's really the question. So for me in the West, compared to, considering like what's I'm being shown in the West right now, it's between the best regular season team we probably will ever see in the Utah Jazz. Oh. And, <laughs> and, uh, and the Phoenix Suns in the West. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, I think I think the Suns are close there. What'd you say, Rover? No, I was just saying he would take Phoenix yeah. as as number as number five. Um, I would definitely. I mean, I would take either Brooklyn or the Heat before I would take Phoenix personally. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That's what I was saying. I don't know. Yeah. I was saying in the West. <laughs> I was saying in the West, it would be Utah or Phoenix, but in the East, I would take the Heat. I would take the Heat. I can get behind with the Heat for right now. They're absolutely – they're so different than last year. The, Tyler Hero adds that new scoring aspect, and they Kyle Lowry getting added to the, to the team, it's pretty special. So I'm cool with the Heat at five. Yeah. We're going to get a lot of money for this. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It even could have been. It even could have been uh, Miami or or Bulls. He's kind of. He's kind of convincing me, man. The more he says it, the more I'm, I'm starting to follow. Yeah, I, I'm high on the Bulls too. Two of the too. most complete teams. Two of the most complete teams right now. Yeah, the Bulls have something sure. special going on where a lot of super teams have problems. Where let's say the Clippers. A lot of people mm. talk about Kawhi and Paul George. Great superstar power. But they do the exact same things and shoot from the exact same spots on the court, so they negate each other on floor. It's not as great on floor as what it may be in 2K, for example. But mm-hmm. DeMar DeRozan scores from completely different spots than Zach Levine. Zach Levine scores from completely different spots than DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic scores different spots than everybody, and Lonzo Ball does something completely different than everybody else does. So it's a team that has... Yeah, there's a team that has multiple... Different guys that do different things. And Patrick Williams is going to be their slept on, do the small things, play defense, a rebound guy who was the number four pick a few years ago. And they're so long. Like the starting lineups Lonzo 6'6, DeMar 6'6, Zach Levine 6'6, Patrick Williams 6'8, and Vooch 7 foot. They're just like ridiculously long at defense. So, yeah, I, I'm completely there with you, Chris. 100% with the Bulls. They're special. Yeah. For sure. So then the question becomes, how far – I'm going to reiterate <laughs> How far do the Brooklyn Nets fall? Because would you put – so if you put the Heat right now, They're then five. who do you go next? You go with the Bulls next, right? They're the next most complete team. So who? So how far do they fall? Man. And then if you put them in and you're leaving out good teams. You're leaving out the Atlanta Hawks. You're leaving out the Knicks. Oof. 
how far do they fall? That's a good one. Yeah, how far do they fall? I would have them here, obviously, but uh, you know, I'm I you know I I see the Atlanta Hawks. They're a pretty good team. Uh, I, I personally would take the Suns before I would take the Hawks over the Bulls as well. Uh, no, I'd take the Bulls over the Suns, but uh, it'd be really close. Mm, so actually, actually, I'm gonna go with the Suns. Suns over Bulls. Yeah, I think that because the Suns have Chris it Paul. Yeah, that would be a really great game. Oh my gosh, that'd be a great series for people who love basketball. Yeah. But because you know, even though the Bulls are complete, like five through twelve is just so much better for the Suns than the Bulls. Mm-hmm. So I would take the Suns. True. Yeah, the Bulls are complete though, because you have the only, the only difference. You okay? So you have a longer point guard, a taller point guard, and Lonzo versus Chris Paul. Then you take the shooting guard. You have DeRozan versus. I mean, no, Zach Levine versus uh, Devin Booker. Booker, yeah. Then you take what's the guy from um univers from um UNC? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. North Carolina, Cam Johnson. Right? Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson versus DeRozan. I mean, he cooks him. Yeah. So that would be a good matchup, though. And then what you have uh, Vooch versus uh DeAndre Ayton. Vooch would eat that. Vooch is so much better. Vooch has slept on it. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Caruso do all the small things. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. What yeah. are we what are we gonna get to here? Are we going with the Bulls at six, the Suns at six, or the Nets at six? I feel like those are there's a tier of NBA teams, and I think those three teams are in a different tier than other teams. Yeah. What do you think of Rover? Yeah. Man, I'm hinting, I'm hinting toward toward Chicago. Okay. Like I said, the more the more uh, Chris keeps just bringing them up, the more I'm realizing what I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. And they they fit. Like yeah. I even think they fit more together than the Knicks do. The Knicks are playing well, and then you know some uh, some some other players are they're on and off depending on what game it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they play. Consistently together every single game to their strengths. Yeah, you know they don't have to score a lot. You know, as long as they play their part, like you know Zach with you know those backdoor cuts and those late game, those late threes in the game. Lonzo setting everybody up. Caruso's um, athleticism defense. Uh, DeRozan is playing out of this world mid range. Yeah, you know and. And I just like I like the way they play. So I'm they're they're more put together than Brooklyn. We're gonna have to keep pushing Brooklyn down. All right. Yeah. Sounds like the Bulls are a six, so now we're at number seven here. So I think the two teams to choose from are Brooklyn and the Suns. I would still probably go with the Nets, but I'm gonna see what you guys have to say. The Nets over Okay, so who wins in the series? As presently constructed. Nets or Suns. Does KD overcome Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Aiden by himself? I mean, James Harden's still on the team. It's not like he just magically turned into Patty Mills. Like, <laughs> like this guy is still a dead-eyed three-point shooter. Can get to the rim whenever he wants. Like, it is a great passer. It's not like 
He just magically turned into a random role player on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like, come on, no. Oh <laughs> You're right, but I'm just saying I haven't seen it. I can't call it until I see it. Yeah, right. but, yeah, but you're talking about him like uh like you're talking about oh uh camera artist Payne or uh <laughs> James Harden. I wonder who's who's gonna produce for. Uh, so we will push Phoenix all the way down to eight for Brooklyn to be at seven. That's what I would say. <laughs> they you- matched up with the Bucks. They almost beat the Bucks last year. Same team. No difference in the team. I mean, the Nets almost did too. With just Kevin Durant. That's true. What are you thinking, Rover? So you guys are, so you guys are choosing between Phoenix right now, mm-hmm. even before Utah, before Dallas. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No question. Man, what has Utah showed you? That they can be great in the regular season and oh, trash uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is this, exactly. <laughs> how many times is Donovan Mitchell going to cry on the floor <laughs> and look back as the other team is celebrating on the other side of the court because they just got lo- they just lost? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this happens <laughs> <laughs> oh. every, every time we have a guest, we go in on a Utah Jazz. It's because part of the reason is. Oh my God. Rudo Gobert has tricked the whole NBA in thinking he's like the greatest offensive center of all time. But in the playoffs, he gets attacked on purpose in the pick and roll by like all the guards. So literally the person who wins defensive player of the year gets attacked by other teams in the playoffs. That would never happen to Michael Jordan. Look, what are you talking about? Nobody's attacking Michael Jordan. Could you imagine that being the game plan? Oh, Clyde Drexler, today I just want you to go one-on-one with Mike all game. We really think. We know he's the defensive player of the year. No, we don't care. It's the playoffs. Let's just, it's going to work. Like, nobody with the same mind is going to do that. But they do that yeah. against Rudy Gobert. He's just tricking yeah. the league. I think, I think it's just kind of harder for him because he's a big and it's so easy <laughs> For him to draw fouls, I mean, to get mm-hmm. fouls on smaller defenders because he's so mm-hmm. big. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. He, he would definitely need help in, in, the, in pick and roll situations. Yeah. Because if if that happens again, like you said, they, they do go full throttle on him every single matchup. Yeah. And then he gets in foul trouble, then he's out, and your only defender – is not in the game anymore. Yeah. Yep. Man. And they do it every year. Nothing every has changed. Nothing, Nothing has changed. changed. <laughs> they, put the, they put the same team out there. They perform the same. And they expect a different result. You know what that's called? That's called insanity. Insanity. Definitely some insanity. It's doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. They're insane. They All you have exactly. to do is literally simple. I can fix Utah Jazz in two seconds. Get another star. Easy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> who would you add? Who would you add? Paul, who would you add to Utah? Paul George to make them. Paul would get Paul George to oh make them gosh. six. Paul George would be an, an amazing fit. Amazing, because he would do. He does things different than Donovan Mitchell. He could do what he does on the Clippers right now for the for the Jazz. Would be absolutely insane. Paul George beat the Jazz by himself. <laughs> 
You guys are making like the most valid points ever. <laughs> like, listen, I can't put Utah anywhere on this list because I know what's going to happen. Yes. It's, a, it's a disappointment. <laughs> That's why I'm so shocked you even put. You put the new Miami Heat and Bulls above this team that's been there. That 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 just shows you how unproductive this team is over the last three years. Yeah, yep. Same team they throw out there. The only thing that changed was that they added Donovan Mitchell because they drafted him, and then that was the only thing they sent out the same team. Yes. every year. Yes, no change. Yes. Oh, and Mike Conley. Woo. <laughs> you, you literally added a point guard behind a guy who literally handles the ball all the time in the playoffs. That's your second highest contract. Probably. Exactly. And he's 40. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Wade might as well go ahead and put on a Utah Jazz jersey and go out there. And <laughs> he'll play better. Literally. Yeah. He would score for better spots. They literally just put him in the quarter and shoot. We're paying you thirty million dollars to do nothing that you really are good at. Go stand over there. <laughs> okay. okay, I get it. I get it now. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a no go. This is a no go for these subjects. Oh my gosh. All right, so where were we so, at again? <laughs> Phoenix or Brooklyn? Yes. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Teams that actually know something. <laughs> so you're pushing. So are you putting? Um, you putting Phoenix out of Brooklyn? Or are you going to keep pushing Brooklyn down? Huh? Mm. I know I would choose Brooklyn, but I want to hear what you guys have to say. What do you? What do you guys choose? It's close. Well, that's a tough one for me. That's tough for me. Okay, so this is my only stipulation on Brooklyn because I would lean toward them if I can see that Harden can be efficient with the new rule. Okay. If you can show me efficiency with the new rule, I can put Brooklyn here. Okay, okay. Because an efficient Harden beats that team. That's true, yeah. What do you think, Rover? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the same – I mean, I'm going to put – I'm still going to put Brooklyn over Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still gonna put Brooklyn over Phoenix, just because I feel like even KD and with the addition of Patty Mills and and things like that, that still gives them a little little three that they're not getting from James getting those calls. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not gonna put Phoenix over over, over Brooklyn. I can't. I can do the Bulls, but I can't do I can't do Phoenix. Okay. okay. That's fair. That's fair. So are we all agreeing on uh, Phoenix at eight then? No, I mean if we have Brooklyn at seven. And we we'll put Brooklyn at seven. Do we agree? Phoenix at eight. Oh, who'd you have above them? Memphis. Whoa! No way! Oh. No way! We haven't even seen Dylan Brooks in action yet. Jaw's going crazy right now. Ah, uh, you you're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, so so was Derrick Rose in 2011. Uh. <laughs> But Chicago, Chicago never won with, with one point guard going crazy. I think is coming back. I think one thing to remember here is if Kawhi comes back, I think this is where we should start. 
is he officially out for the season? I think I think he. I'm not really sure if he's official, but I think he's. They're saying that he might be out for the season. Okay, then never mind. Well, if he's out for the season, then it's not going anywhere. I would I would say the teams that we'd be thinking about here, Phoenix. If you want to throw in Memphis, we can throw in Memphis. Uh, Atlanta Hawks. True. Yeah, open Atlanta Hawks over Memphis right now. Atlanta. Um. Next. I mean, the Knicks are in the discussion. Minnesota's in the discussion. Dallas, Portland. There's a lot of. I wouldn't put Portland. Me either. We're getting to the nitty gritty now. I yeah. wouldn't put Portland. I'm sorry, Dame. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying. Portland is not the team for you anymore. It's time to go. Yes. Yes. Go. He's the team who He's not leaving. The same man. team out there <laughs> every year. Yes. No change. Yeah, it's true. He's not leaving, man. Yeah. He's not leaving. He just dropped another freestyle saying that he's 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 a a trailblazer for life. Like yesterday, they just needed to look Portland front office. I know you're not listening to this, but listen to me now. <laughs> Marcus cousin his ass. Trade him while he's on the floor. <laughs> oh my god! Just trade, just trade him. Trade him and don't even say nothing. Just <laughs> let him let him wake up one day and be like, "We did what we best for you." Right. You're, you're, you're too good to play with us every day. You play good for us every day. You're too good for us. We're gonna just let CJ handle this for now. You have to go. That'd be a funny conversation. The Marcus Cousins is ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. They're in the All Star game. Just, how you feel about being traded? Traded? <laughs> <laughs> what? That was hilarious. Oh, I remember. Oh yeah. my gosh! It's the best guy that. to have it happen to because he is like he in his prime. He was a hothead, so like yeah. you probably get some good <laughs> comments from him. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So I'm st- I'm still with Phoenix here at eight. I think they're too complete of a team. I think Chris Paul elevates everything. I would. I mean, D books is so consistent. I, you know, I would go f- Phoenix here. But what is DeAndre Aiden looking like to- this year? Yeah, but the thing is though, John Morant might be amazing, mm-hmm. but DeAndre Aiden would probably be the second best player on that team. Or it's a toss-up between him and Dylan Brooks. And that's the sad yeah. thing. I guess that's a sad reality. That is true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I guess Memphis would flip down then. Because I would, it would, for me, it would either... I, I would like Job Morant. That's why I threw Memphis in there. But honestly, mm-hmm. it would be either Atlanta or Phoenix for me. It's close. Here. That'd be a phenomenal series because, you know, Atlanta, if small ball, we expose centers, right? And Phoenix's plays a little bigger, so they would really – that's a tough series. That would be really fun to watch because usually Phoenix wins with partially the one of the reasons why they win is depth, right? They have high-quality depth. Atlanta's deeper, right? Atlanta has more scores 1 through 12. Yeah. I and mean, we have Darnella Garnari uh, – Kevin Herter and Lou Williams coming off your bench. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, Cam, I'm going to agree with you. I After thinking about it, I think Cam Reddish is starting to show some signs of being a legit guy. DeAndre, De- DeAndre Hunter is starting to improve. I'm going to go with Atlanta here, in my opinion. I think I think they have enough to push it. Mm. It's tough, though. It's really good teams here. So, what are you yeah. thinking, uh, Rover? 
Man, that Atlanta piece. Like, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm. I'm not too too fond of of Phoenix being in the top ten. I. I mean, I applaud their journey um, last season, but they're probably top five or six in the West. But in this this you know ten ranking, I don't see them being over Atlanta. Not even. Not even over Dallas if Porzingis is healthy. Okay. Okay. I mean, so. So we're going Atlanta 8? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go Atlanta 8. All right. So we have two more spots. And we have a lot of teams. So, I mean, I mean the Dallas part, Luka is just otherworldly. Uh, Luka is insane. Yeah. Okay, so here's my argument for, for Dallas. <clears throat> Not for Dallas, but just about Dallas. If we look at Dallas as presently constructed, it looks it reminds me of another team that we've seen with the same format and the same flaw. And Jason, I'm pretty sure you know where I'm going with this. We compare these two players together all the time, even though one's a little bit more of a slow methodical and one's a little bit faster, but they both uplift and make everybody better in the both sports. I'm talking about LeBron and Luka. LeBron led a team with nothing but a brush, a do-rag, a watch, a trash can, <laughs> and a heater. <laughs> and who does Luca have? He has a phone charger, a, pencil, a lamp, a diffuser, and a pillowcase. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! So, yeah, yeah. He needs looking- that unicorn. He's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so you think so you're thinking even with even with Prezingis, Dallas Dallas wouldn't be a top ten NBA team? Look, it's just not Prezingis anymore. He's not a unicorn. He's oh a my god. He's just he's just he's a donkey now. <laughs> the man's a pony. He's a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my gosh! I didn't see that joke coming at all. That was hilarious, Chris. Oh my gosh! That's funny. Oh. Uh, uh, he, he's a pony. It's not, it's not <laughs> the, the only unicorn I know is in yeah. Brooklyn. <laughs> That's a true unicorn. Seven foot, handle a cigar, anywhere on the floor. That's a unicorn. <laughs> Kevin oh Red and all. All matters of the NBA history is seven foot. <laughs> and he can drop you. He can score on you at will. Poor thing is not a unicorn. He can shoot. That's it. And he came to shoot well. So with Dallas and Jazz not being you guys' top ten, that only leaves us with, with what? Minnesota, Toronto, and Charlotte. Ooh. I would not have those teams. Oh, and sadly, I don't. I don't think those teams are better than Utah. I, yeah. it's Don, Donovan Mitchell is. It's a good team. You know what I mean. <clears throat> but it's not like a top tier team that we. That they, everybody thinks that is. I feel if we put Atlanta, I mean, we have to put their rival, the Knicks. The Knicks have to belong somewhere in this top ten. They're playing great right now. But you, but you, you can say you the same. You can say the same about. About Charlotte, Charlotte would sneak in. That's why we. I, I would have maybe Charlotte ten, possibly, because they could sneak in. But man, you put Charlotte over Toronto. Yeah, 
Man. Yeah, okay. Toronto, what? But Toronto's nice, man. I don't see Toronto going far. They don't have they don't have all those big names, but but they play hard. They do play hard. They do. Yeah, I'll get, that's that's very true. They do play hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would see either it would either be Charlotte at ten, they would sneak in. At ten, they would sneak in. Oh my gosh! Okay. So wait, are we not having the Suns? We already put the Suns, didn't we? Oh no. No, no, we chose Atlanta for eight. Yeah, so we're uh, at nine. So, so yeah, we're at nine and ten. That's what I was saying. We got Phoenix, <clears throat> Toronto. No Toronto. I'm a hundred percent with. I'm a hundred percent with Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix for number nine. Phoenix for number nine. Okay. All right. So this is number ten. Is oh my gosh, so many teams. Hornets. Right. Dallas could possibly sneak in at 10. And I guess if you want to be fair, Utah could sneak in at 10. <clears throat> but I just don't believe in it, so they wouldn't go on my top 10 list. They wouldn't go in my rankings, in my 10 rankings, because they just gonna I couldn't I couldn't in the right mind, knowing I have functioning brain, put them in the in the ranking knowing they're gonna lose in the first round. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I can't do That's it. That's fair. The only thing about the Knicks, about me even having a conversation about them, even though that's my team, we we tend to always start off like this, and then somewhere down the line, something always happened. Like we we've never had a complete season where I was like, man, that was a great season for us. We haven't had that conversation yet. We've always had those spurts, but I don't know about putting New York in, in the top ten. Just giving my take on New York. Alone, because we're playing good right now, but we've never since you know since the whole Lynn Sanders, we've never had a complete season where I was like, man, that was a great season. Since then, what I, season, what what other season could you get that you were like, man, that was a great season for New York? I don't know about that per se because I know like the Carmelo seasons were pretty good, especially when they made the playoffs. But what I'm talking about for now is that they completely turned it around just by getting a coach. They added Julius Randle, a couple pieces, and they got a good coach, and they went to the playoffs. And that was the first time they've been to the playoffs in years. So yeah, that was true. I think that as long as they're playing the way they're playing, playing with such a high intensity, playing with such pace, and you know, like they're really underdogs because everybody counts them out. Madison Square Garden is rocking again. You know what I mean? They have that home court advantage. They have, they have the team. They have the coaching staff for it right now. I think that they could squeeze in at ten, if anything. I'm I'm coming into the same mind frame after thinking about it. Uh, New York over Charlotte. Yeah, I think that um, one thing is they're going to do a phenomenal in the regular season because they're so deep, but. It's, like, very quality depth. Like, Kemba, it's like, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I was really low on the Knicks last year. I thought that their regular season was not what they really were as a team. Uh, But this year, they're better because Kemba has more scoring punch with Derrick Rose. RJ Barrett's got another year under his belt. And you have Mitchell Robinson. And something guys brought up was the coach. They play a very defensive. Yeah, I mean, quickly. And, you know, they play a very defensive form of basketball. Mitchell Robinson and Norris Noel is like 
a phenomenal rim defending high rebounding lob threat combo between those two right that the the missing piece of Mitchell Robinson that's a center with a guy who loves to run defense is something that I think also is a benefit and then you throw in Fournier too I think that they have enough skill to break into the 10 here they have more scoring than they did last year Julius Randle doesn't have to always be I have to carry the offense all the time so yeah I after hearing Chris and thinking about it I'm with him Next ten, in my opinion. Next ten. So who, who who's your close behind Nick? Who's right behind Nick? Memphis. If you had to choose, uh, <laughs> it loves Memphis Christmas. Daddy wants to put Memphis in so bad. <laughs> I I would say Memphis or Charlotte. I would say. I would say, man, it's close. Yeah. I'd probably have to flip a coin between Utah and Dallas. Oh, I, wow. I would go Dallas. After thinking about it, after I said it, yeah, Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. Dallas. Maybe Dallas would be Memphis or Charlotte. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Okay, that was a good list. Yeah, that's a good that's list. That's a good list for sure. For for this part of the season, I don't know if you guys are going to do another another part when we when we, you know when we get through the first quarter of the season, probably, and just see how how's everybody's progressed and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, what I'm saying, you know, I would love to come back and yeah, see how we see how our our choices have have moved up in the ranks. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah we should definitely write down our list. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'll, I'll I'll get it down in a Google Doc somewhere. Yes, sir. All right. Do you have anything else, Chris? Mm, nope. Just that you know, Sacramento Kings should have won the 2000-2001 NBA championship. But hey, Sacramento <laughs> Kings are our dark horse to make the playoffs this year. Yes, they yes. are playing really well. Yes, <laughs> surprisingly. Yes. Yes. Play. Yes. That four guard rotation between Davion, Halliburton, Fox, and uh, Buddy Heald next to Harrison Barnes playing out of his mind is—if that continues—it's a really—it's—it's a, it's a fun league pass watch at least. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not going to play much defense other than Davion Mitchell, but it's a fun watch. He plays defense at high level, though. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, that's why I mentioned earlier. Like this season, like I don't know if it's just because basketball has been changed for these past two years with the bubble and everything. Mm-hmm. But this this season, it's been so much fun to watch. Yes. Like, you can watch any game, and, and you're going to be engaged the entire game. Yes. Yeah. No matter who's playing. Yeah. Like, you know, normally you see the Bulls on or the Knicks on or you see the Kings on or something like that. You're like, oh, man, I already know who's going to win this game. Yeah. But like now, it's like you really have to watch from beginning to end, and you're engaged. Yeah, man. You know who was engaging? Jalen Green. Did you see that? He's the first guy since Michael Jordan to score thirty. He's like the early, youngest person. Like he scored thirty points within a few games. So the only person to do that is Mike. Yeah, he's looking great. He's looking Woo! up for Houston right now. 
Man, when he was on yeah. the fast break and dunked on Jason Tatum, oh my goodness, man! Is why the Celtics won't make the playoffs. Yeah, Houston is a um, Houston is a sleeper too. I like Houston, little young team. Yeah, the way they run. I'm mad Cleveland got rid of Kevin Porter Jr. Oh that was gosh. the worst mistake. That was the biggest <laughs> mistake they ever did ever in Cleveland Cavaliers history since letting LeBron leave. You might send in Kristen to rehab after that because he was crying. He was when we dropped fifty. He was he was he was really oh, he upset. Did. Yeah, he dropped that fifty. Was like, that was like his next game or two. <laughs> like cool. oh, okay, you gonna trade me? Okay. Chris literally would needed to be in rehab that day. <laughs> that was a, that was a sad day to be captain. Oh my god. Uh, Cavs looking good this year though. Yeah, they. Yeah, are. I was going to say you got to be happy. You never mentioned that they Cleveland was your favorite team. Yeah. I know you're from there, but I, I didn't. I didn't assume that. Yeah, yeah. That, well, they might make the playoffs this year too. Yeah, that's a hometown team. I like the Lakers. Yeah, we go where LeBron goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> man, you got you guys are one of those people. <laughs> Actually, the first time around, I wasn't. I don't think Chris was either. I loved the Spurs beating the Heat. I hated them when he left Cleveland. I loved watching Dallas, like, own him in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. But I think after he came back, yeah, I go where he goes now. What are you thinking, Chris? <laughs> um, When he left, I didn't really, like, get all up in arms about it. But watching the Miami Heat, I was definitely impressed. Um, but I was mm-hmm. on the team where I was like, let's go Spurs. <laughs> yep. 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 Oh, my God. Love to hate him. <laughs> but but he, you mentioned you guys follow LeBron. Goes. Carmelo Anthony has always been my favorite player. So when he decided to go from Denver to New York, that's what started my uh, – I was already I, – I, I liked that whole matchup with – with New York, I'm like, man, I, I love the Garden. I love Carmelo. Mm-hmm. But then when he left and went to OKC right after, mm-hmm. I, I could have been that guy. Oh, man, I'm an OKC fan. I was like, nope, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I just like Carmelo Anthony. Then he, then he just got dropped. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm still a Carmelo Anthony fan, even though he's not playing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. And then he came back and went to Portland. I could have been a Portland fan. I was like, no, I'm, a, I'm still a Knicks fan. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now he's in LA. I, it's too much hopping around for me. I'm, I mean, I want him to to go ahead and and finally get that ring, man. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with him and Bron. But I'm, I i got to stick with my roots, man. I, I've, I've been Knicks fan for for over a decade now, so yeah. makes know. a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah, Cavs the hometown, but I like LeBron too. Yeah. So you're, you're a Lakers fan. Jason. Yeah, I guess since LeBron's there, yeah. Oh, but, but no, before that, remember, oh like no, teams. before that, I was a Cavs fan. I've always been a Cavs fan, and now that LeBron went to Lakers, I'm, I'm just Lakers fan. Man, so you had to just take all the Cleveland posters off your wall, <laughs> <laughs> burn the jerseys that says Cleveland. On. Yeah, yeah. There was a little Dallas Man. stint in there because I moved to Dallas when I was like 14. When Dallas won first, won the uh, championship against LeBron. So Dallas is like my second team. I love Dirk. I love doing the one-footed one, one fadeaway. It's so fun. It's fun. Yeah. Here we go. Man. <clears throat> Man. 
it would be Cavs is the hometown, so they automatically they don't really rank because they're hometown teams. So I'm always going to support the Cavs. Yeah, and then it would go Lakers Denver for me. Yeah, Lakers Denver. He's always loved Denver. Denver. Yeah, you're 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 one of the the rare people that that ever mentions. Your your favorite team being Denver. Yeah, there's not a lot of people I know that that like Denver. That's because yeah. people are asleep on Denver. Yes. I was with I was on Denver the first time they lost to the Portland Trail Blazers. <laughs> it's a long time. No, 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 nothing. You remember when we had watched that game together? The one they lost, or did they win that one? Oh. No, they lost that one. They won the next year. Yeah, because the next year the bubble yeah. started. Yeah, they. I was. I was. Yeah, I was big on Denver. When everybody was like, when nobody was believing they was going to beat uh, Portland, I was yeah. rooting for Denver. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, since I've known him, he's been a Den- diehard Denver guy. Yeah, I just need jerseys and some merch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need uh, we need ad revenue right now uh, at Denver yeah. Market Nuggets. If you want to spot uh, sponsor uh, the greatest basketball planet for podcast on planet Earth. Get, get 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 Chris a great jersey, you know, Mellow jersey, Alex English jersey. Sure. It can be a, a Dikembe Mutombo jersey, Jamal Murray, whatever you want to throw in there. He, he'll accept yeah. anything. Can I get a Fat Lever jersey? <laughs> oh, that's a good name, Lafayette Lever. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Or um, nah, he's yeah. I think he did play for Denver. Can I get? Oh, a, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you don't want a Chris Jackson jersey. <laughs> Chris Jackson. <laughs> oh my God. I thought you were going to say Chris Weber when you were mentioning the King to the one. Ooh. I want a Mike Baby jersey. Yeah. Are you about to get a Mike Baby? Uh, or a um, white chocolate. That's because that's because that's because Chris Weber he lost that college game. Uh, <laughs> no time out. Be seen with that name. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Do you have anything else, Chris? Nope. Just thanking Rover for you know joining us today. It was a lot of fun. Yep. Come back soon, man. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it yeah. Thank you guys for having me, man. This was real fun. Yeah. You know, this, this out of my norm. It's out of my niche, but this, this is something I do every day off off podcast and camera. That's all I do every day. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Appreciate it. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys can uh, find us on Spotify, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, wherever you guys uh, download podcasts. You can check out our podcast. Hitting that download button really helps us. Rating and reviews really help us out a lot. So uh, yeah, so I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Mohammed. And we are the Basketball Addicts. Peace. Uh, peace out.